Fuck off! Project bringing our weekly show or podcast called We Got Your Six at Six Patriot Playtime. Every week we bring you a guest, many times a new musician. We share all the good, not always so good things happening in our world. This week we have super awesome guests. We are going to meet Kim Gwinner, who will be sharing her story and where it has taken her. And then we will have some amazing music shared by our good friend Dom Coors. I'd like to welcome back Dom Coors. It's been a while. We'd also like to mention Bourbon Battle Buddies as a strong supporter of our mission. And J-Train, he's one of us right here tonight. Um, Scotty Frazier, can't thank you enough, your comrade or your support. And having the guys down and up and over um, on Veterans Day for that special weekend. We'll be sharing a lot more of Scotty in the future. He's, uh, he's on board. Shannon Book, you're the man. Thank you for hanging out last week. That was a good time. And Contagion Effect. Ah, Eric and Mike, um, thanks. You guys are so super amazing. Um, Derek Iozio, John Ford, J. Mark Bailey, you guys are so awesome. Thank you. It's been great uh, meeting all of you face to face. Um, I guess there's a there's I think all of them. Scotty Fraser, not yet, um, but the guys will be meeting him soon. So hang on tight. We have a great show coming up. We're going to share a lot of things. There's some new information coming out all the time. And you know what? We know why we get to do this. Thank you to the service members and first responders that have committed their time, sweat, blood, limbs, family, and life to give us the freedoms that we have that allow us to do what we do daily. Much appreciated, everybody. Before we do get started tonight, we would ask that you stand if you can, take off your hats, put your hand over your heart, and join us for the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to, to the flag, flag of the United America. States of America and to the republic for which for it stands, one nation, nation under God, 
indivisible, with, with liberty, liberty and justice for all. Boom. Here we are. Uh, another Sunday at 1800. We got your six at six Patriot Playtime. And we have some of the most amazing guests tonight. Again, we'd like to thank Derek Iozio for uh, the referral of, of Kimmer with us tonight. With uh, And Dom, have you ever got to see the, the intro? I know I tried showing it to you once. and Yeah, uh, I, I watched it. Okay, all right. Yeah, <laughs> so I don't know if you all put two to two together, but uh, uh, we had Dom on in the earliest parts. We call him an OG is what we call him uh, because he was here with us at the very beginning uh, when we started. We got your six at six, and uh, he's got a version of Roll On that I fell in love with, and uh, I said, hey, that would fit really well. As our intro, would you mind us using the instrumental? And that's that's what we get. This driving forceful song of roll on as our intro song. And so uh thanks for that. I, I so wish I had a video of Peterson playing that song on Dawson. I know, right? Right. So, uh We've got three songs set up with Dom tonight, and we're also going to get him set up. He's on WeP3 Radio, but we want to get more of his stuff out there. Um, I might also hijack the moment, uh, only in the fact that uh, I can, I, I'm in control. That's the way it works. And uh, we wow. might just do an old throwback, roll on. Uh, he has this very cool homemade license. You make all your guitars homemade pretty much, so your electric ones. Uh, yeah, I didn't make this one. This is yeah, uh, <laughs> but but yeah, I made uh, all the ones that I play live with. I made, I think the uh, there's some that are refurbished, so I didn't technically make them. But sure, like old busted one, and you know, made it nice again. But yeah, for the most part, I I made them all. Well, we love having you on, and. Uh... We're going to hear a lot more here in a, in a moment. Jonathan, what do you got in the news, brother? Oh, a lot. <laughs> uh, the month of October is a very busy month. Uh, it's Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and the National Breast Cancer Foundation reports that a woman is diagnosed with breast cancer every two minutes. Uh, some innovations in research and surgical options, clinical trials, et cetera, uh, give women uh, a lot more options, and with early detection, the survival rate goes way up for them. Um, it's also Country Music Month, uh, celebrated in October. President Richard Nixon proclaimed Country Music Month. Um, October was picked by the Country Music Association uh, after classical music. Country music was one of the first genres to become uh, popular in American mainstream music. It was developed from a mixture of church music, folk music, blues music, in the uh, southeastern part of America. It's also known as Emotional Wellness Month. Uh, mental and emotional stress can translate into negative physical reactions, a weakened immune system, and poor health. Emotional wellness refers to our ability to process feelings in a healthy, positive way and learn to manage the stress of everyday life. If you feel stressed or overwhelmed, try something that uh, 
calms you down, soothes your mind, like meditation or yoga, to slow down and clear your head. It's, I told you it was busy. <laughs> it's also National Depression Education and Awareness Month. This is designed to teach us about signs, symptoms, treatment of depression. It also lets all of us know that seeking help, either from a counselor, a trusted friend, or your community, is a sign of hope and strength, a listening ear, comforting hug, empathy, and asking questions without judgment can go a long way to comfort others. And uh, we should be more inclined to let people know that it's okay to not be okay. Uh, National Domestic Violence Awareness Month. Uh, Domestic Violence Awareness Month is recognized every October for educational events, community gatherings, and support groups. The purpose of the campaign is to remind everyone that ending domestic violence starts with a small action, whether that is seeking help or sharing resources. National Domestic Violence Awareness Month encourages those in abusive relationships to get help. The month isn't just about learning, it's about taking action and doing something. Tomorrow, October 16th, National Veterans Barbecue Day. And I'm excited about this one. Um, I got some family out there listening. I don't know who y'all are, I'm calling you out. It's it's a holiday meant for celebrating local veterans in a ple- pleasant, friendly way by cooking them some barbecue or taking them out for a barbecue meal. Social media is usually buzz on this day as people share recipes and veterans recount some of their adventures online. Uh, some steakhouses also participate and treat veterans uh, with complimentary meals. October 17th is the anniversary of women in the military. This is a special day that pays a tribute to the millions of military women who have lost their lives in service. Yes, men aren't the only saviors during the war. And the U.S. history includes many females who contributed to success in combat. Uh, the military women use their intellect and strength to protect the nation and are seen as inspirational figures today. This year, honor the brave women by paying a special tribute to their accomplishments during times of war. Um, October 18th, National Speak Up for Victims of Sexual Assault Day. This day is dedicated to raising awareness about the honor, uh, about the, sorry, about the horrors of sexual abuse. Men, women, and children, anyone can be a victim of sexual assault. And while it's common for sexual abuse to go unreported, victims suffer greatly as a result. Acknowledging the victims and helping them and opening up about their experiences promotes healing. Um, This day is an essential part of a larger effort to support all victims of sexual abuse. October 21st is National Pets for Veterans Day, and that started with a dog named Bear. Well, history about Bear. Bear was, uh, was a ham, and he knew how to interact differently based on the individual needs of different veterans. He would lie quietly on the bed if needed, or he'd put his paws up to encourage others. And this led many veterans to ask if they could take Bear home with them. At some point, Bear's owners thought, why is therapy one hour a week when it could be 24 seven at home all the time? And since Bear was spoken for, his owner thought she could help more veterans find their own Bear to help them rehabilitate. To spread the word, we're celebrating bear and all other service animals on October 21st. 
and that's this week. And that is awesome. Bayard was the first one. Hmm. Recognized. I like this story about Bayard. I didn't know that that's where that originated from. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's weird. I've been to many um, veterans' homes and nursing homes, and there seems to be a token pet uh, or more than one in a lot of those places a cat or a dog or both. And that's pretty cool. Lots of shout outs out there right now. Derek Ailsey, Jeremy Daniels, uh, Kirk Poe, uh, that, I don't know, the Bourbon Battle Buddies, they always chime in. I don't know what their deal is. <laughs> um, get down there more further. Peggy, Peggy and Bobby Crutzinger. Uh, and we do have a Facebook user. And yes, Andrea is getting your messages. Um, we, we're seeing them. We, we post some. We do some. We just don't know who you are, brother or sister. So if you can give us a quick, and I, we did include a link up here that does allow you to uh, um, show who you are. And then we got the amazing Travis Partington out there as well with Oscar Mike Radio. We just taped an episode with him on Friday night that will be coming out sometime in January with the People's Patriot Project. Great time, great place, great man, great mission, and uh, just an influencer in the world of helping and making sure veterans and first responders are, are being taken care of. And and this guy's popping in everywhere. <laughs> Mr. Mello and the, the contagion effect. Thank you for being here, brother. Gosh. Um, a lot of, uh, a lot of the, the subject matters, the topic matters, uh, that were in the news uh, might be reflected on tonight. Mm -hmm. There may so. be some. Yeah. Uh, can I address? So the question that um, came in earlier about what drives me to do this, um, and, and the podcast is only a piece of it, really. Um, you know, I've been thinking about a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot of um, missions out there. There's a lot of, of definitely worthwhile causes out there. Um, I just fell into the the veteran world. I don't have military or first responder experience, although I did start college as um, I did have some of those classes. And uh, um, I think what drives me is just the the lack of, there's a lot of talk about support, a lot of talk, and there are a lot of places to find the support, but it seems that there's more need than there are places and supports and people that can do it. And um, these people that have served and continue to serve, well, that's the piece of it. They continue to serve. Uh, I have yet to meet a first responder, retired or active, or a military person um, active or retired that isn't still of the service material. And so um, I guess I feel it's pretty a pretty darn worthy cause. So that's, that's just the surface why I do it. Um, yeah. Yep. And so thank you. Thank you for all your questions and your, your interest tonight. I would like to, I would like to jump in conversation with Kimmer because it's been quite a while since we, we contacted and started um, conversing and you've sent me some amazing pieces of what you're doing and what you've done. Um, and, and the cause and mission that you have. And so I would love if you could share a bit um, of your why, Kimmer. Okay, thanks, Andrea. 
my name is Kim Gwinner. I go by Kimmer. It's my alter ego. Uh, I write a lot about my traumas. Uh, I was abused as a child. I was sexually molested in the military by both sexes. I write a lot for therapeutic reasoning. I'd like to break the stigma of the talk of MST, military sexual trauma, because a lot of women and men go through it and they don't know what to do with it. And I learned the hard way. It will eat you alive. I've tried commit suicide a few times myself. So it's, it's, it's sad. And I'd like to make sure we get it out there and open in the open and make more people comfortable talking about it. That is right. And that, that is one piece that we, um, and, and where we don't really specialize because the, the need covers so many pieces, but that was one piece that came up early in ours, in our beginning, um, the MST and the need to get the word. Our very first Peterson's, one of his very first conversations with a, a gentleman at the end of his rope, um, got into, that whole piece and he he too had childhood experiences of abuse and then went into one branch and suffered more by the by males and then finally left that and joined another branch um you know to get away from it but wanting to still continue his career in the military and so that that piece is shocking and horrifying as well that it's so incredibly prevalent um and has been hush hush until yes. I think very recently. And so it needs to continue coming coming to the surface and coming out more. So thank you for sharing that that piece. Um, and you've written books. And I have, I have two yeah, of them. Two of them that are published. Yes. Goodness knows you have much more writing that needs to get out there as well. I have the second one is called My Healing Avenue which just came out recently. And the first one was uh, Healing Like a Warrior. And in there, I hold no bars. I don't post or write anything graphic because I really don't want to trigger anybody. But I don't hold anything else back. My emotions are raw. My feelings are raw. And I'm completely open. As it needs to be. As it definitely needs to be. That's a... That is a, um, it has to be forthright and straightforward. Do you have, um, for those that are watching and listening, is what's the best way for them to get those books in their hands? Uh, they can go on Amazon and find them or through Barnes and Noble and find them. You know, we do like to get copies of all of our guest books and uh, send them to you for autographs and keep them in our file for those important pieces. And also for reference, when we have guests on our show or we come across those who need um, some of that extra support or a big piece is understanding that it's not happening just to them. When they when they come to our attention, um, it's it's easy to fall into the, the loneliness and um, the, the self guilt um, and all of those icky, bad thoughts that come that aren't, they aren't real, but it hits all at once and it hits hard. And so anytime we can find another resource to share, 
that's a big piece for those who need that help. Yes. And you have a group called or a, a Warriors for Life. It's not my group, but I'm part of it. Uh, Colonel Mike okay. Rose has been on here. Derek Iosia has been on here. Kirk Poe's been on here. And now I'm on here. <laughs> but it's a peer support group that has meetings every night of the week. Uh, we have topics. We have open mics. Uh, it's just, it's phenomenal. Uh, I was looking for help when I found them. Uh, and it took me a while to even show my face on, on the screen, but they made me feel at home. I was at ease and I became part of them. They're a wonderful group. And I've heard that Mr. Iozio is a big piece of that. And though we've never met him face to face, there is a strong sense of he is as much heart as he is anything. Um, yes. Thank you, Derek. We will meet face to face one day. It's coming. It is definitely coming. Um, all right. Uh, and we'll come back. I think we have a lot more questions, Kim. Uh, <clears throat> but Dom, what brings you? Shoot. When did, when did, um, so we've seen Dom a couple of times face to face. And I've heard where he comes from and what he does, but what would you like to share with us, Dom? Um, yeah, I got a, I actually got a lot. Uh, <laughs> uh, you guys started going, I was like, oh, there's actually a, quite a bit we're doing uh, in the veteran community this year, still left this year. Uh, and then there's a lot of stuff that um, me and my brother, who's also a veteran, I was gonna ask you guys if y'all would be willing to have us both on here so that uh, we could do like a duet thing with you guys one weekend. Done. Done. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> Done. It's it's super cool because we we're doing like this duet guitar and like harmony kind of thing, and we've been um, integrating that into the band. We've also been doing uh, just an absolute ton of songwriting. Sounds terrible. He, Sounds he like and, yeah. He and I can't. We can't sit in the same room for more than a half hour without writing at least one song so <laughs> that's 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 yeah. absolutely fabulous and of course you are you're welcome here anytime and uh and your brother as well and awesome. uh the, the really cool thing now and i know there's uh people listening in right now that uh uh they'll be reaching out to you as well to get you on their stuff too uh, oh cool mr yeah. mellow this is your guy get him in get him in there man. <laughs> So uh, also we kind of want to give a shout. I got, I got a couple things going on with some other veteran groups and some other, um, I guess, figures who are doing, doing stuff with the veteran community in their area. Um, so farm was, is a, a group. I think it started up in Dallas. It was, it was started by my old first sergeant and one of our, one of our sergeants and they uh, kind of put their heads together and, uh, decided to do this thing. It's called Farmers Assisting Returning Military. And uh, they're having like a big opening ceremony on a new piece of land, if I remember this correctly. I'm not entirely positive. People tell me things and I'm like, oh, yeah, sounds great. And then like the next morning I wake up and I don't remember half of what they told me. <laughs> so it's a, uh, uh, I blame the army. Uh, 
but they're so I have to I have to read this. Anyways, we're doing an opening night on the twenty first in. Uh, it's gonna be in. Oh, they don't have the city on here. Where's the set, guys? Oh, you, you got the whole address, but not the city. Um, that, that is what I'm finding more and more is when I go looking for things like that. Yeah. They don't have the place. They'll have a street address. And I'll be like, I don't even know what state. What state are we going to? It's, I, I have the zip code. Uh, seven, six, um, can oh, I find three, it? Three. Yeah, you can find it on um, if you go to Farming Veterans on Instagram or Facebook, uh, you you should find it there. But we're doing an opening night event October, Saturday, October twenty first. For them, uh, it's going to be a, a whole lot of fun. Um, they they do a lot. They do a lot for the community. At least they they try like hell to make sure they're doing a lot. What's the zip code, Dom? A seven six zero three six. It's Crowley, Texas. Crowley, Texas. Okay. It says Crowley Road, Texas, but it's probably yeah. Crowley Road in Crowley, Texas. Anyways. <laughs> uh, and then on Veterans Day, we're going to be down um, down at 5x5 Five Five Brewery, which is in Mission, Texas, down in the valley, all the way down in South Texas. Uh, and we're uh, opening up for let me pull that one up, make sure I don't get anything wrong, because I, I got to do that. Um, and 5x5 Brewing is opened by, or is uh, owned by Mr. George Rice, and he is a Army veteran as well. Um, and, oh, it's all, it's all Oktoberfest stuff on there right now. Okay, but, yeah. Uh, if, if you're interested, go to five by five brewery, find them. If you're down in South Texas, find them on the socials or and Instagram and stuff like that. And you'll, you'll see veterans day pop up here after October's over. <laughs> Cause it's all Oktoberfest stuff on there right now. Yeah. And I, I don't want to sit here and scroll through the phone, but yeah, so we've got, we've got that going on. He does a ton for the local veterans community down, down there in South Texas. Yeah, so that's what I have going on this year, um, and then we 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 wanted to play some songs. Well, yeah, I I do want to kind of reminisce a little bit. All right, let's um, let's, let's do some reminisce. Let's reminisce because uh, <laughs> we've had you in the network for a long time, and uh, we enjoy everything that you do, and we had the chance to go watch another artist and this uh, the reason why i'm saying this is because i'm going to throw throw my my good song your good song up there i don't know why i'm saying my good song um <laughs> and the funniest part of the story is we're waiting for dom we're waiting for dom no one can find dom and dom is actually standing right next to me at this event uh because he looks like this guy on the screen and, and Andrea goes, is looking around, she goes, when's Dom going to get here? And Dom is sitting right next to me. Uh, and then we look, he's like, oh, he's right here. And, uh, and this is why. And uh, we're just going to give you a little flavor here. But uh, this is this is how we fell in, we fell in love with Mr. Kurz.
There it is. <laughs> That's the man, the myth, the legend. Uh, yeah, yeah. Little... <laughs> back, back in the wild days, I had hair. You had no hair on. You had no oh, hat on. <laughs> you had like this button-up white shirt and some, I don't know, maroon pants. I'm like, that's not Dom. Where's the real Dom? That's funny. Uh, it was yeah. just a great night. Great I, think I, got, I got my hair cut that day, too. It was. You had a yeah, photo was, shoot. You had like a photo shoot, too. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Oh, hey, look, there I it found is. This. You did find it. There we go. I found it. So that is the opening night. Look at that. Very cool. We'll share that out as well. Look, you can get your tickets by QR code. Fun. Yeah. I got all this stuff together. <laughs> that looks like fun. Awesome. Awesome. So what, um, what do you have for us tonight? Um, for the music? I don't know. Which ones did I tell you I was to? You said Aspen Leaves. Aspen Nobody? Leaves, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, so this, this song I wrote, I've recently got into uh, Rocky Mountain elk hunting. Um, you know, I've I saw hunted that. Life, but I've never been up to like the Rockies. It's been like the Texas kind of hunting, which is just like <laughs> you go sit in a stand and you watch a feeder and then you wait for the deer to come in. That's pretty much it. Um, uh, and then I went into the, I think last year. Last year I did the first time I went and did archery elk hunt in Colorado. Did that again this year. And then I went, I just got back last week from Wyoming and uh, went up there with my uncle and we did some. Um, what was it? Uh, yeah, we did some some elk hunting with a rifle. We didn't we didn't find any elk. We did find an antelope, and he had an antelope tag, so uh, we got that. What one. part of Wyoming were you in? Uh, Bighorn, Bighorn Mountain. On uh, like on the Buffalo and Sheridan side, or on the Ten Sleep side? Buffalo and Sheridan side. Yeah. Yep, it was beautiful up there. It was gorgeous country, and I saw moose like three days in a row. Apparently you don't normally do like, <laughs> and then uh, mule deer, uh, elk, just so much beautiful wildlife and 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 just amazing country. I'm in love just going there to look. I'll, I'll pay for tags as an excuse to go stand in the mountains and you know look at the rest of the world. Right. But yeah, so I had wrote, I had gotten really excited about uh, Rocky Mountain elk hunting, and I wrote this song called Aspen Leaves, which is about. Rocky Mountain Elk Hunting. Um, oh, that's... There we go. Mountain in 
have such this emotional driving force in everything that you put together brother it's it it draws you in because it's believable in everything that you do well i really like it so <laughs> it helps it helps when you write about stuff you like doing uh this next one is an exception to it though uh to that rule no nobody this is one uh my brother and i wrote together and uh, that's right. This one's playing with a slide. All right. So, so this one, uh, I don't know. We were just trying to tell stories when we were writing. We weren't trying to like find a particular story or or plant our flag on any kind of hill or anything. We just we just thought it would be fun to tell like a different kind of story. And um, I think um, nobody because kind of a story about it was just kind of an interesting idea we had about um, a fellow who was maybe woke up with an amnesia and found out that maybe. He did something really wrong, and uh, maybe he didn't, but everybody thought he did, so he was on, on the run. So it's called Nobody.
saying um if you enjoy what you're doing it's not work and uh i think you nailed it, brother i think you nailed it i was trying to uh kirk poe's got a little story about how he uh took his granddaughter elk hunting in colorado <laughs> i'm said, right now this is boring all you do is walk in the woods and stay quiet i said you have captured the essence of elk hunting <laughs> yeah um, yep well, she she understands she understands it at least. <laughs> that was one of the biggest shocking experiences of my life was moving from Wyoming to Minnesota and then going deer hunting because in Wyoming, like you said, you have to be out on the ground. There, there's no, there are no trees to sit in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in a lot of the places, and so you're 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 checking, uh, you know trail funnels you're you're looking in canyons you're you're kind of crawling around the rocks you're doing your thing uh i came to minnesota and they they sit up in a big tree stand and that's uh, oh okay this is how you do it it's a little bit different a little bit yeah. different yeah yeah my the only other place i ever hunted other than texas was uh uh minnesota so <laughs> i thought i thought it was universal because it was like all the way up north, all the way down south, we all hunt the same. 
And then, yeah, somebody told me about uh, elk hunting in Colorado. And it's like, wait, you actually like have to go find them in the woods? <laughs> <laughs> Is that how they hunt down in Texas too in, in tree stands? Oh, yeah, tree stands. It's either tree stands or, or blinds or, or stands. Oh, blinds. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. Kira, I saw, oh, go, oh, ahead. go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say it must be big right now because I saw um, I saw our buddy Chad Hutto as well down in Colorado. Um, out, and he was saying things about the peace and the quiet, and it's not about the elk hunting. It's about the being there and doing the thing. So um, I've done a lot of hiking. I haven't been really looking for an elk. I was looking for a bear. I've never seen a bear in real life in the wild. Um, didn't find one of those either, but lots of hiking. Yeah. It is super peaceful and quiet. And if you like that. Um, Typically when I go out hiking, Andrea, I'm looking to not see bears. Right, right. I did wear a bell. So I wouldn't scare them, but I was dying. I'm like, where's the, where's the bears? No huckleberries, Kimmer, no bears. It was too early. Kimmer, are you a hunter at all? No, I'm not. But I have seen my first bear. Uh, this month, in fact, down I, in the, the Great Smoky Mountains. Yeah. Were you trying to find it or was <laughs> it trying to find you? No, nah, we were driving by and it was sitting there. When I first saw it, I thought it was a statue. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> cool. That's great. Yeah. I, I made been. I made Andrea turn around when we were in Nashville this last couple of weeks because I saw this statue. <laughs> I saw the statue. I'm like, did you see that statue? And she's like, I didn't see a statue. And I'm like, no, no, really. You got it. We turned around. We went back. It was a sweaty man standing there. That's. It was <laughs> <laughs> he was really was still. And Mark's defense, he was really still. <laughs> I forgot. And he was really sweaty. He was like glistening. Peterson's like, he's. It's like a gold statue sitting in this. It's by the park. I'm like, that's great. We're in a neighborhood we shouldn't have been in, and um, whipping around in the jeep. Yeah, yeah. It was or whatever car we had. It wasn't a statue. He was glistening. Not a statue. Good grief. <laughs> Miss Miss Kimmer, how do we fix these problems that? Uh, like your books are in essence Lee, about. I mean, it's. I, I remember um, when I was in the military uh, and we were uh, combat arms, and that was a few years ago. And um, you didn't have a lot of women in our units to begin with. You saw them in supply, and you saw them in the medical field, and you saw them in in those spaces, and. It was absolutely just a sheer distest, distaste of of how women were treated. How how do we fix that problem? What do, what do we need to know to help fix that problem? Well, it'd be nice if the uh, military could uh, sort out the bad folks before they let them enlist, but that'll never happen. So until that's possible, I don't see no answer. Because, I mean, now here's, here's the truth. I don't want to take away from your story at any given point. Uh, but one of our first uh, guests on our show that was involving with military sexual trauma actually was was a man. And that it, it blew me away that, A, that existed. 
Um, I, I suspected, I suspected that it was a piece that was rampant as far as as male to female, uh, and you shared that it was both male and female, yes. and then even the fact that the I I just. I don't get my brain. That's that's the problem I have. My brain can't wrap around that stuff because um, it's not anything that I'm even going to begin to ponder at any given point. So I need to be educated and um, I need to learn. I mean, I think one of the biggest pieces I, I did, and I'll openly say this, is I failed to step out and and protect now i never visually saw it but i could tell that emotionally that it was happening in spaces and and i never said anything about it i, I never did anything about it and it was always kept a hush hush uh piece and um i mean i guess i was never in the position to to i mean i was in the position to do something so i don't want to say that i wasn't but I was never in the position of having firsthand knowledge that it had taken place. Um, well, in, in, in my case, it was uh, my drill sergeant. And he used his rank. He threatened my life. He was very forceful. I mean, he was huge compared to me. And, you know, there was the verbal threats. There was the physical threats. And I can't couldn't report it because I was afraid that he was going to kill me. And then later on in my uh, permanent priority status, Fortinet station at Fort Dix, I was raped by a lover. I'm gay. And it was... I still can't grasp it. It hurts so much. But, uh, yeah, it's not tough. And I, I, I'm, I want to be extremely sensitive to this because I, I, I can't imagine. I won't pretend to know. And I is, um, does it help you to share this message? Yes, it does. Yes, it does. I felt ashamed when it happened to me. I didn't know it happened in the military to begin with. But when it happened to me, I felt ashamed. I was guilty. It was like, what did I do? Why did I get this? Why did he choose me? And it took me years, well into my, shoe, late 50s, early 60s, to realize that it wasn't my fault, that he was a perpetrator. Well, the scary part, and I don't want to create a story that's not there, but I, I have to assume that it wasn't just you. I no, know you're saying why me, and I don't want to minimize what happened to you, but it, sadly and scarily, uh, cycles and cycles and cycles of soldiers probably went through under his care. And uh, and are, do you know, has he ever paid any consequences for his behaviors? No, I've looked for him, Mark. Trust me, I've looked for him for years. And I haven't found him. It was like he just mysteriously dropped off the face of Earth. What do young women and what do young men need to know right off the bat? What, what, what's their first steps if something like this happens? Uh, if it happens, if you find yourself threatened to begin with before any act takes place, report it. 
there's a lot of still a lot of women being recycled and punished for reporting things. But uh, if it does finally happen, still the same thing. Report it. Tell somebody. Let somebody know. Don't let the perpetrator get away with it. Is there, do you, are you aware, is there an advocacy group within the military that helps support in areas like this? I'm not aware of that. There wasn't when I was in. Okay. I don't know either. I know that I was just, um, this was new to me, someone I've known for quite some time, but the same thing. Um, and they gave her two options. One being go ahead and follow through but your, your future doesn't look like it's going to come out well because of because she was a woman, basically, and, and lower ranking. Or two, you know what? You can, you can travel. We'll put you on a, we'll put you on a traveling mission right now and you can, you can go away, basically. That was the answer. Um, that's a very headstrong, very um, personally secure woman that I know. Um, and she chose the the I'll travel option because at that point, you know, was that or or be buried yourself. So um, there has to be there has to be um, there has to be more out there, and I hope at this point there is. Yeah. Derek. Oh, and Derek, I see you're on here. Uh, let's uh, let's work as an effort to try and see and open the. I mean, that's something I'd like to present even on our show and up front is, you know, this is, these are the steps. This is who you talk to and uh, ultimately get, there's got to be an infrastructure to this, unfortunately. I, who who would have thought? It, it's, it's funny, not funny. Um, you said that, you know, we wish we could wean them out from the beginning that, and even though we are in the position of advocating and supporting veterans and first responders, you know, we do have to openly have those conversations about not everyone that gets in the military is a clean cut, all American individual. Uh, there, there are some doo-doos that enter there. And um, I, when I got in, there was a moment in time where uh, maybe someone in my upper cadre had asked a group of us to take care of some some people that they thought didn't needed a, an attitude adjustment. And I look back on it and I'm like, I really wish we hadn't done that. Or I really wish I hadn't done that. Um, but that was kind of the way the, the military worked at one point. I, I hope I, I have a son that went through, he says that's not really happening now, but uh, I, I can imagine an isolated incidents is that kind of stuff does happen. Um, but um, you're, how is that screening? When they're not getting the personnel that they need and want or should have to begin with, I can see because I know that those uh, those recruiters have quotas that they're supposed to be making, and if they're not making them, uh, you know they don't get to move up into their next mission and or rank, and so that that becomes a scary point. Joe on Christie. Good to see you, brother. Um, Kimra, there was a uh, 
in one of our conversations, you you lead a few groups. Do it as a peer mentor. Yes. Do I have that right? Yes, I'm a peer facilitator for Warriors for Life. And I host three groups a week. There's a Topic Tuesday where I try to have a topic to educate, you know, my fellow peers. Uh, Wednesday mornings, I do a coffee with Kim where we just open up the floor and let anybody talk about anything they want. And then on Friday nights, I host a women's only peer support group to where we can talk about what women need to talk about. Okay. And they can, anyone can find that by um, getting in touch with Warriors for Life? Yes. Okay. Yes. Victory for Veterans, Warriors for Life. That darn Michael Burroughs. Yeah. Victory for <laughs> yeah. Veterans. Yep. He's a, he's a good, shoot, that show was a long, that was a long conversation before, after, and during. He's good. Yep. He is good. Um well, that's good. I hope the right people are listening. And if they're not, I hope they, who is listening, can get that information to those who, who need that support. Um, I can only imagine that's just one of the rungs of the ladder. Doubtful if they're always in order. Um, but it sounds like those are some amazing groups to get into. They are. You know, like I said, I was looking for help when, when I found them. And I was very anti-man. I didn't want to have no dealings with men whatsoever. And when I logged on and it was mostly all men, it kind of threw me. And like I said, I didn't show my face. I didn't talk. But then I just opened up one time and they accepted me. They accepted what I've been through. And now I'm one of them. You know, I like each and every one of them. Absolutely. As I, I, Yes, um, because I think you were meant to be there and you were encouraged to write, which only helps spread your message um, further to more people that need it. Yeah, starting to write was my therapist ideal uh, because I couldn't talk about it even with her. So she asked me if I could write about it and I started writing about it and I haven't stopped yet. <laughs> no. No, and I've read what you've sent, and that's um, I deeply touching, deeply. I'm a language arts teacher. I should probably throw that out there so everybody knows that I read for fun as well as learning. Um, but I jumped in as a substitute teacher at our high school. Our high school had a series of um, suicides one year, and it was it was all after the death of one student, an accidental death and it, it led to just three or four more um and this group was a tight-knit group and i had um so one of the classes i taught was you know for kids i don't know that there's very many out there but that don't seem to think that writing or reading really is their favorite thing and this was a um it's called creative writing i believe we had i jumped in right at, at the beginning of a poetry unit and um, I will always remember, I believe his name was John, Carhartt hood, hooded jacket, work jacket, big boots, dirty jeans, hat every day, 
So, you know, he's working and he enjoys working and hunting and fishing. And the poetry this young man wrote, <laughs> it tore me up pretty good because it was about his buddy who was one of the, one of the series. And then uh, on another one, um, hockey playing, I was in, in a advanced class and these kids were writing for um, scholarships and as I'm grading them, um, hockey playing, hunting, fishing, camping, outdoorsy guy. Well, his first paragraph um, was a personal narrative. And it started out with, you know, we talk about writing a hook. How do you catch your audience? Yada, yada. So it started out with, um, I always dreamed of the day that I would walk my best friend down the aisle. Watch him walk down the aisle. Never did I imagine I would be carrying his casket that day. So that is a high school senior writing who doesn't like writing or hate reading. And, and so, I mean, that says oodles and oodles for the power of, of putting your words down. Um, there's, there's, you can hate it all you want, but that is your brain connects with your muscles that lead down to your hand. And that is where a lot of healing can happen. Yes. But it hurts, it hurts first. So kudos to you for doing that and sticking with it. Thank you. Absolutely. Well, and then that translates right into music as well. Shoot. Um, well, I think, Kimmer, what's next? Do you have another book coming out? Do you have big plans? Well, I'm in the process of writing my third book. This one's going to be a little bit different. It's going to be done in three chapters. The prelude to my season, the season itself. I call it a season because it starts on November 1st and it goes through March. So it's just not one trauma. It's a series of several traumas that happen right after each other. So I'll write during that time and then I'll, I'll finish it up with a third chapter about uh, life afterwards. I like the plan. I like the plan. And then Dom, do you write your own music? Of I already course. know the answer to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We uh me and like I said, me and my brother, we uh, we're just we're we're songwriting fools and we love it. We just kinda there's something about the music and then putting the words to it, it just kinda um feels like there's a synchronicity to things when you, when you, when, when it all starts coming together. And so for a while, I, we, at Peterson and I, and a few others from our, our um, People's Patriot Project got to witness um, for a weekend, Dom and a couple others that we invited up to be at an event. This is like three years ago already, isn't it? Four, three? Oh, uh, there that, we are in Texas. Yeah, that's Texas. That was, uh, you played on a truck bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At a brewery, yeah. Yep, I played there last month too, yeah. I think I saw pictures. That's a beautiful area that I didn't know existed in Texas. Oh, yeah. Um, the lake, the hills, I didn't even know. Um, and very cool people, but we got to witness. Uh, have you... Um, there were two other people down near you that you connected with a few times. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. BJ, BJ and Jen. 
Jen, yeah. We did. I we did. Uh, find that picture. I can't find it anywhere. Oh man! All right, I'll look. I have it somewhere too, but uh, yeah, it's um, we we got together and we we did a songwriter thing, and then um, we wrote we wrote we wrote some. They were they were pretty good, and then uh, we did. Well, I think we tried to do it again, and we just I I couldn't make it that one. I got sick like the day right before, and couldn't make it down and then uh, yeah we just got busy after that i think it happens i think bj was building his own house and yeah he was building his own house by hand yeah uh, it's like, cool. of, like got got time I'm to go ahead and do that i ain't spoke we ain't spoke to well i haven't spoke to you in a while but it was great seeing you on the night now um I think Jen got busy booking herself like crazy as well. Yeah, she's um she's kind of diving into the business aspect of the music industry. It's uh every time I talk to her, that's what she she seems to be real passionate about. So yeah. Yeah, that's always leading in different ways too. Um what well, I know you have another song for us. Um you had oh this was what i was gonna say watching you guys play so um i think of dom as an intellectual but i watched i watched you watch bj watch bj watch you i um watched a silly little movie this weekend but i i don't have a singing voice i don't have i can read music i don't mm -hmm. play an instrument really i dabbled with a guitar when i was really young and i'm kind of feeling like i want to learn again but i was just thinking about how and then Doug was there, and you guys would just watch each other's fingers. And you talk about some chord of the, I don't know what you said, but anyway. Um, and then you just pick it up. I mean, it, it's crazy. Oh. The knowledge, the the learning, the sharing, the, um, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I like to put you guys together whenever we get a chance to do that, because there's that bond. And then you all served and had that bond as well. And then you and BJ like crisscrossed, you were coming in and he was leaving or vice versa. Um, not Fluha, I forget where, when you were serving. Um, anyway, but that bond is another level too, just another deeper level. And so people are ask me quite often, like, what does that have to do with it? What do you do these music events for? Um, that's why, because you guys were our first one, you and BJ and Doug and Jen. Um, you were really our first put them all together event. And when you guys said how much it felt good for you. Oh yeah. Um, we, we were like, we were using you for your music. We wanted you to perform at our event. Like this was about you as well and treating you guys to a nice Minnesota welcome. But hearing that, um, it just made it feel even better. It just, we do these staycations to um, help people figure out what they need. And it almost turned into, I mean, I don't know if any of you, yeah, some of you, some of the guys needed to talk at that, but we had a whole big group of people, but um, everybody needed a little something at that moment. And that was pretty cool. Yeah, it was a good time. Yeah, I had a blast out there. <laughs> and we, uh, 
yeah, we had, man, we had a good night. I really, I really enjoyed like just sitting down and like kind of doing our little uh, private songwriter circle thing at the house when everything was all over and done with. That was, that was a blast. Sit down, trade songs and showing each other what kind of what we do. Yeah. I don't know. That's another another check mark because I do feel like things are always falling in place for us for reasons when you do the right thing. Uh, well, necessarily yeah. believe in coincidence, but that house was perfect set up for the people that we had. Oh yeah, it was awesome. And the things we wanted to do. And that's that steak that uh, the Mark made was <laughs> the thing was like a whole loaf of bread, and, but but meat. It was the first time I ever done anything like that. You're gonna have to do Mark snapback so you can loosen that thing up. Big. It's a flex fit. It'll be fine. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It was. It was like a roast on everyone's plate, though. It was. Yeah. Like everybody got their own roast. It was a rib roast that I hand cut your guys's. That was, bird. that was great. That was that's like a steak I've had. See? It hurts my feelings when that I've ruined everyone's uh, steak eating options. That uh, I guess you're just gonna have to come back to Minnesota. That's okay. I guess so. <laughs> um, that's my love language. Cooking food. I, I oh, yeah. love doing it. I love uh, doing it right. And uh, it's just, uh, it's, it is actually part of the mission when we're doing our events, you know, good food, good friendships, good music. Uh, we do throw in occasionally the good alcoholic beverage as well, maybe one or two. And uh, just enjoying the camaraderie, the, the building and growing. I think that's what and how we do things differently. Um, everything else is so so sterile as far as okay, you know, you can contact us, you can do an ask, and you're you're just another name in the system or number in the system. That's not the way it works with the People's Patriot Project. You, we will know you, we will build a relationship with you, and uh, we will see you at events that are put on across the country, whether it's ours or someone else's, because I really do think that's what. It, that's my favorite time in my life. It was when I was sitting down and got to, to hang with my brothers and sisters in arms and uh, knew that we came out of the field, we'd have a big eat. You know, going into the field, we'd have a big eat. Going yeah. in the field, I'd learn how to figure out we did, and I had big eats out in the field, and we figured <laughs> out too. Um, there's always ways to cook around a gun. That, I'm going to tell you that right now. Um but, uh, and again, just the knowledge that Kimmer's bringing to the table, the, the, your skill set and then being able to deliver messages. I know yours are, are more grounded, earthy, uh, bluesy type. Uh, uh, Eric Mello is already out there posting stuff about you already, which again, we love the guy. He does his thing and, um, it's, uh, they never slow down. So, um, again, what an amazing conversation. We want to continue the conversation. Uh, we want to continue how to reach out. Uh, we need new tools in our tool belts. And uh, 
we need to go find our brothers and sisters that aren't necessarily seeing things through clear lenses right now. And so right. um, I, I still do have a couple questions. You got one more song for us, brother. I do. Um, I have like a whole bunch of jokes about the title of the song and kind of like <laughs> it's called 10 toes. Uh, it is, it is not about a foot fetish at all. It is. <laughs> um, the idea of the song was uh, it, it's about about just trying to get your feet underneath you, you know, just trying to like find a stable place to stand in life, you know. It's about it's about struggle and a hard time and trying to trying to trying to do that. Uh, but it's called Ten Toes, and it's kind of a slower, bluesier, bluesier piece. And if y'all are okay, I'll like to play it now.
Comments keep rolling in. Uh, whiskey need a nice cigar. Perfect music. <laughs> Jonathan will argue with you on that. Uh, <laughs> if you get a chance, check out uh, uh, Joe Allen Chrissy Music. Uh, I met him down at Hero Stock. He's been on a couple times. Um, Very great cool. performer. Um, good stuff. Uh, it just puts, yeah, it's. it's it, it adds to my soul is what it does. Um, I appreciate you That's so the best much. compliment I think I've ever heard. It adds to my soul. Wow. I'll take it. it. It's, it's just different. There's a language in it. There's a, there's a passion in it. And, I mean, we've, we don't fight about this because – We've been so gifted with the amazing musicians that we've been able to showcase and promote and, and get out there. And uh, um, it's just, but there, we get excited when we get to have people like you on, Dom. And uh, Man, I'm excited. I got to come on. <laughs> Anytime. I'm stalling a little bit because I, I found one of the pictures that uh, we were referring to. Can I say this real quick? And I don't, I don't know if Peters and I have spent a lot of time together in the in the creation of this. Oh, look at there you guys are. There we are. Yeah. Yay. With our flag, um, I was actually just writing down "soulful" as he said it filled his soul. Is that weird? Oh, synchronicity. Yeah, see, there you go. No coincidences. That's right. No, no coinkadinks. Absolutely right. not. Right. Um, yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not stalling any longer. I'm just. Uh, I'm lost for words. <laughs> this literally never happens. <laughs> <laughs> I know, Thank you. right? Thank you. Right. Uh, <laughs> It's always funnier when someone besides me says that. Um, shots at Peterson. Um, so, Dom, is that one of the songs? Do you then sing that with your brother? Is that one of? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. and uh, that—that's yeah, that's one of the. I, I honestly, I wish I had like a better introduction, but it's really hard when the name is Tin Toes and like. But it's a, I mean, it's a, it's a heartfelt kind of stab you, stab you in the heart kind of uh, tune, and yeah, it, um, yeah, I, I, I really like this one, and the way me and him did it together, because he, he's doing harmonies on the on the vocals, and we're both we're both playing guitar, and we've got the band behind us, and it's, um, 
that's a lot of a lot of blues and a lot of feeling that's going into it. He's got a big voice like I do, um, so we we when we when we sing together, it gets it it gets even bigger. And it's I feel like when I sing these songs that I normally do with him without him, like there's definitely like this whole layer of stuff that's just missing. So I, I'm really excited to to show you guys and bring him on with us next time. I'm excited to have it. Um, if there was ever a time where we were in a, another town and we had the resources and we said, hey, Dom, would you be interested in coming up to Nashville to hang out with us and some of our new friends? Would you be willing to do that? Uh, yeah, totally. Um, I, I just need need the dates far enough in advance, I guess, and uh, get the logistics worked out. And, yeah, I'm, I'm interested in that. Uh, we got some. We got some stuff to share, buddy. We got some stuff. This All is right. uh, one of my proud Papa moments. This is the one. Um, did you guys do the full 10, 10 mile ruck? No, they did one. You did no, one. we did one. We did a two. We did a lap. Everybody was hung over except me. Uh, <laughs> you behaved yourself the first the first night. Yes, I do remember. Um, but <laughs> first this night. was. One of my exciting pieces is sharing with people how building the network. And again, now Eric Mello is on here, and again, uh, Joe Christie Allen is on here, and it just continues to build and continues to build and continues to build. And we had the most uh, the most amazing, awesome opportunity to – and this is the same scenario right here um, – Nothing made me more happier than getting you guys together for our event, but knowing that you guys left our event and continued the mission, continued working together, continued doing stuff. And just I, I know lifelong relationships have been built, and I know everyone's busy as hell. Andrea, you didn't even you didn't even message me today to see if this is the what how we we're gonna what we we're gonna wear today. I know, right? Look at that. <laughs> Jonathan, you're yeah. You're going to get penalized, man. You get penalized now. Um, no, what a blessing. What a blessing. What a blessing. And this is this is the stuff that just <laughs> – I won't say it. I won't say it. Um, this is the part where thing. I always think about when you say we, we do this uh, from a selfish standpoint. <laughs> well, Absolutely. I, I was going to bring my loin into it, but you know, let's let's just move on from there and just. <laughs> Sometimes um, Peterson says things he doesn't really think it through before he says it. I'm guilty of that yeah. too. Yeah. Ah, never. Real quick, before we get into closing statements, and again, I want to in your closing, I'm going to plant a seed with you, Kimmer. I. I before we get to you, I'm going to ask you what is a specific thing that we can do to help support your mission okay so that's that's in your closing but then you just, just share teachered her you just teachered her make sure and give students time to think through their answers before you call i know right well i didn't want to i didn't want to like hey here's do it so i want, I want to give her a moment um, but what i do want to do is make sure this is our call to action right now everyone's got a cell phone on you everyone pick it up right now uh, go through your contact list. Yes, we are in this mission to help veterans and first responders. But I'm telling you right now, if 
if there are people in your life that you've questioned or have been concerned about or have just reach out real quick. It takes six seconds, six seconds to say, I was thinking about you today. It may foster a conversation. Sorry, not sorry. Uh, we do ask you to do this by a six pack, actually. Um, so 36 seconds. Again, I jokingly, not jokingly say, you know, there's people that sit on the toilet longer than than 36 seconds. So you can get that done at any time, any day, anywhere. Uh, reach out to your brothers and sisters. I will challenge you to reach out to that one that you think there's no return to. I, I'm going to be honest with you. I reached out to one just recently, uh, and we have a scheduled appointment to talk and meet. And uh, we had a falling out probably 30-plus years ago. And it, it's not about me. It's about I know he's a police officer. I know he's part of the 3rd Precinct here in Minnesota. I know that he had to leave his job because of the stress and trauma that happened in the space uh, a little over five years ago. Um, and I want him to be part of what we're doing, and that's putting pause on each other. That is having conversation. That is building and growing together, and it is 100%. It will, it will reap rewards. It will reap rewards. Um, absolutely. Thank you, brother, for saying it. Uh, knowing a friend is better than... Uh, than the burying the dead. So, um, annoy, annoy away. Here's the permission slip. Go get them. Um, we always let Jonathan do our closing or start the closing because his eloquent thoughts and uh, the way he presents them. I don't really have a whole lot of that tonight. Um, I just wrote something down. Uh, while Miss Cameron was talking, and I really, I really didn't understand. Like you, I can't wrap my mind around the fact that this is happening at all, much less with the frequency that it happens. And I don't know how to say it other than it bothers the crap out of me. But uh, you know, if. Basically, when we put on the uniform, we're all supposed to be brothers and sisters at that point, right? We're families. So if at any point you've used your rank, power, or the, the relationships, camaraderie, the trust that is built from being in the military to do harm to someone else to that extent, then uh, we ain't brothers and sisters no more. I'm just, uh, I'm sorry. It just really irritates the crap out of me. Miss Kimmer, what do you have in closing? Uh, first, I'd like to say thank you for having me. I want people who are dealing with MST to know that they have a purpose and that life is better than being dead. I've been down that road. It's not worth it. Reach out. Get help. Don't hurt yourself. There's, go to the VA. Get a therapist. Go to a peer support group. But don't handle it alone. It's a bad road to go down. Ms. Eichmann. Um, 
Well, I'm going to thank you for coming, Dom and Kimmer. I, you guys are awesome. Um, sharing your story, Kimmer, has to take so much bravery and it needs to be shared. And so thank you again for that as well and for coming on here live and sharing it. Um, we're here. We're always here. Um, and Jonathan, that, that's, it doesn't get any easier. It's not new anymore to Peterson and I to take those calls and have those conversations. And it's still just as shocking every time um, those stories come through. Um, and the group thing is there's nothing. I, I, if you can't understand Kimmer's, the bravery and the strength it took to join that group and how she felt welcomed with open arms, we have the people to send you to. We'd start, you know, Derek, Michael, they're all amazing people and Kimmer. And we, we would start with that as well. Um, it has to be out there. I, I, it's too, it's too shocking. It's too often. Um, so let's help get that word out there. I, I think, and I'm, we've slacked. I, and I hate to say we've been busy. And, and part of, I'm still, answering that question from earlier. And, and that's all part of, of my answer and my why is um, I haven't, I haven't had a real suffering in my life. I mean, you know, everybody loses people and has accidents and whatever, but um, I give those, I don't know, everyday heroes. Can I call you guys that? I don't want you not every day, but um, those who have served, those who have signed the line. I'm here to serve back, I guess. I've always been a um, support person. Maybe I'll put it that way. And that's why, because this is this is horrifying. Shouldn't happen anywhere, anytime. And uh, so I'm here. We're going to be back. We're going to get that word out uh, more often than we do. Um, so again, thank you, Kimmer, for sharing it. Uh, next week's guest, you guys, um, we will have Jessica Lynch. On and yes, the Jessica Lynch. If you don't know, you can go up um, or come join us. And then music with Jamie Peacock, which um, I have some listening to do on that one. I've, I've not listened enough yet. Um, and then Dom, we will, as soon as any of your music is ready. In fact, we should go over what we have and don't have and get the rest of what we don't have on the radio, um, on the radio station and, and get that rolling. So I seriously look forward to all the new things um, that you have coming up. Thank you, and thank you, and thank you again for coming tonight, both of you. Thank you. Tom, you're up, brother. Oh, I have to say bye? Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, uh, well, I mean, it was, it was an absolute honor, uh, as always. Like, um, I, I never feel like I deserve to be in the same space as you guys. You guys are all, like, like working really hard to you know, reach out to this community and um, and Kimber, it was an absolute honor to hear your story and you know I you know commend you for speaking out and being a voice you know for your uh, uh, I don't have the right words for it but <laughs> uh, yeah it was an honor to to hear your story and to be up here with you. Thank you. Uh, yeah. My my head is spinning. Uh, just I I'm always trying to find 
I always I always want to fix stuff. I I'm the fixer. I that's that's what in the, I'm the big brother. I'm the the guy that will step in the middle of something that uh, I have no business stepping into for the sake of no one else getting hurt and stuff. And I I'm just thinking of connections and how in the message and I think we need to. I'm planting seeds, but we need to find a way to get the biggest, the brightest t-shirt piece and, and just spill it across America about the plight of, it's not just about women. It's anyone that's dealing with social emotional stuff that was planted because of the traumas that they received. And I'm not going to call that PTSD at this moment because there's a lot of other things that are involved with that. But the well, I, I kind of have it. See the beacon, man. The beacon is there. Reach for it, brothers and sisters. If you're hurting, you know someone that's hurting. You know that uh, you think they might be hurting. It's all right to be a tattletale. I'm going to tell you right now. I'd rather I'd rather get my paws on someone than know that they're they're okay than to not do anything at all to find out we're gonna we lost them. So um, that's what we do. Check it out. Uh, Mondays at 4.30, you'll hear the whole mission of the People's Patriot Project uh, with the WP3 Weekly Debrief. Uh, we come here every Monday at 4.30. Everyone's welcome to be on it as well and have conversations and build that thing as well. Um, we wear this green because we're not going to go unseen. I just made that up, and I actually kind of like it. Uh, I rhyme. I'm a rhymer. Oh my god! Dom, make a song, brother. Make a song. It'll be the out song. Let me. Yeah, let me write. Let me write the words down. <laughs> and they rhyme. That's a good start for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah help. Always helps. Um, Kimmer, I wanted to ask. I have some things that you sent me. Um, I'll, I'll, and maybe I'll, I'll ask this um, personally later. Um, I want to share some of it. I just don't know if it's okay and where I can share. Yes, please do. Okay, very good. We'll have, I'll let you know what I was thinking, but we can talk about that later. Okay. If you guys can hang for a moment, we'll do post-show. And uh, everyone else, we'll see you when the smoke clears. Thanks for being here. Uh, let us know where we can help in your world and uh, who we can be helping. And you're always welcome to be part of the, this collaborative effort uh, in making a difference and change. We appreciate everyone that's been here tonight. We'll see you on the other side. Fate your pride. <laughs>